we've talked so much about the upside of me losing my job and how it led to this podcast and all these other opportunities. And it was a really, overall, it was a really great thing back in 2019, right? Yeah. There is something negative about it. There's something I dislike about not having a job. I have to go tomorrow and I have to buy copy paper. This is like one of the things, I think this might be the number one thing you hate about working from home. I, it's just funny to me. Jeff, for- For 25 years, I never bought a ream of white paper. Because you would take it from work? Yes. And right after I lost my job in in my last paper stash stolen from the radio station. I can see you, by the way, getting fired and be like- all right. And they're like, leave your badge here. So you leave your badge. You walk into the copy room, get Grab a couple of reams of paper. And you yeah. walk out. You're like, peace. I went and I bought like a half. It wasn't a case of paper. Cause I'm like, when am I ever going to use this much paper? Mm-hmm. So it's like a half case or whatever. And it's out. It's, it's out. Like I put the last of it in the printer. So sometime in the, in this month it's going to run out. And so I got to go to a store and I got to buy copy paper. I don't know why it bugs me so much. You know what you could do? Order it off Amazon. Th- no, it's the fact it's that It's just I, the principle that you have to spend your yes. own copy paper. Like, I feel like I should have, I guess the moral of the story is if you are taking copy paper from work or pens or scotch tape or whatever it is that you're pilfering. You pilfering? Know, yeah. It's a great word. You know, you should start, you start thinking of your retirement and pilfer a little extra so that you don't have to go buy scotch tapes like some sort of schlump in when you when you no longer work there. You don't have to go buy your own highlighters. Start stocking up now for when you don't work there so you never run out. I wish I did. Learn from my lessons. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for insurance. And I'll explain that in just a second. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for fresh flowers. Yesterday... Right at 10 a.m., the phone rang, and it was Callie. I saw in the color my idea was Callie. And I immediately knew something was amiss. Because I never call you. And you never call at, like, because I'm assuming, based on my experience working on, like, live programming, the most hectic parts of your day are the... 15 minutes before your show begins and the 15 minutes right after your show ends. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you were calling me in one of those windows, I panicked for, for just a second. I answered the phone. Callie was crying and so upset because as she was cleaning off her, her desk in the, in the studio, her coworker looks down and says, where is the diamond in your engagement ring? And it had fallen out. I just, and it's not like, like I knew it was loose or anything. I mean, I I haven't had 
an issue with that before. And it was weird because Robin has, um, diamond earrings that she wears sometimes, but she always takes them off while she's still sitting in her chair because she is paranoid about the diamonds falling out or like, cause I think one of them's kind of loose or whatever. So she said to me today, this morning, don't let me leave set still wearing these earrings. So I was like, all right. So the end of the show came and I handed her her jewelry box, like that she keeps her jewelry in. And I was like, Hey, and then she handed it back to me or she hand, she threw it in her purse. Then I handed it back to her. And I was like, Hey, I needed to put your earrings in here. Remember you're worried about them falling out. And she immediately looks at my ring and goes, Oh my God, Callie, where's your diamond? And I was like, what? And I looked at my hand and just panic. I mean, panic. And my first thought was, well, it's got to be here somewhere. And I am telling you every single place I went today, I was on my hands and knees in a dress looking at the floor, feeling the floor. I like took a Swiffer to like the whole floor I was on today to try to find the diamond. I cannot find it. And I am so upset about it. I mean, this is like, you know, it, Jeff keeps telling me, he's like, it's only a thing. It's only a thing. But like the amount of effort and time that you put into picking the perfect diamond to go in my ring, like Jeff designed my ring. So he picked out the diamond out of a ton of choices and just thinking about that and losing that I'm, I'm so upset. The I mean, it's replaceable, but it's priceless to me. Of course. And we have insurance on it. So that that's not going to be an issue. The sentimental part of it, I will tell you the picking out of the diamond, at least for me, and I hope this doesn't sound crappy, but the picking out of the diamond is more of an economic decision because that's the most expensive part of the ring, right? Mm -hmm. And I think I'm like most people who buy an engagement ring. You have a budget, you know about how much you want to spend. You go in and you say, how much, what can I get for this dollar amount? You go to your jeweler, right. you say, what can I get for this dollar amount? They, they give you a ballpark and then you just start working from there. So you could just go in and they could show you a tray of rings and you could pick exactly that one. I knew kind of what you wanted because I made a fake account. Like I was like, you know, Jenny from, you know, Columbus, Georgia or <laughs> something. And I logged into your Pinterest. So, which by the way, dudes, if you are proposing, I will promise you that the woman in your life most likely has a Pinterest board with jewelry and wedding related stuff and stuff like that. You can get a lot of Intel from there. There was a genius move on your part. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I understand the sentimentality of it, but for me, there's more love in the setting than there was in the diamond. Did you put more thought into it? Because I picked out the setting that I wanted and then had changes made to it to make it uniquely yours. Yeah. So that to me, the diamond... I thought it was like a multi-day, multi-visit to the jeweler. It sit was. down. Oh, yeah. But for the whole for the whole process. Yeah. It's weird. If you showed me, I know this is weird. I know my diamond 
front and back. Like if someone comes to me and says, is this yours? I'll be able to look at it because I know where the inclusion is and I'll be able to see it. Like yeah. I'll, I'll know that's mine. And I hope that at some point for sentimental reasons, it, sh I mean, I have torn my house apart. I have torn my car apart. I have torn my office apart. I w went through every trash can I've touched in the past 24 hours. And I, it's not anywhere that I can find. I hope that at some point it shows up. I will say the first person that I called was you. And then I hung up with you and I immediately called Sarah Beth from Brown. And I was like, I lost my diamond. She's like, it's okay. It's okay. She was so nice about it, but I was, I don't know why I'm like, okay, first you call your husband, then you call the jeweler. I don't know. Well, I think the jeweler is a good thing because she might have some, some guidance on where most of them are found. Like, did she give you any intel? Well, no, because then you called me back and I had to go. So I like okay. almost had to like hang up on her and I'm waiting for her to call me back. But um, I think, yeah. and I, I, I'll, hopefully my, my dad listens every day. So he'll be able to, he might text you to confirm this story is some reassurance, but I am 90% sure that my mom lost the, the center stone out of her ring, the diamond out of her engagement ring for my dad for years, like years like lost it somewhere in the house they gave up on finding it to the point where i'm i'm pretty sure my dad bought her like a replacement ring mm -hmm. and then they were vacuuming one day i don't remember if it was my mom or my dad but one of them was vacuuming and they saw something sparkly and they're like what is that and it's the diamond That's years crazy. later so don't give up hope. It's only I been, hope that happens. It's been less than 24 also, hours. Maybe I feel like there's a pattern here. My mom, I don't know if you know the story, but my mom's the ring she's wearing now is not her original engagement ring. And it's because she lost her diamond. Do you know this? Is this, is this some big thing? Yeah. She like had, a conspiracy. <laughs> is this some big, some big dime? What are you doing with your jewelry? Sorry. Is is this some big conspiracy theory by the diamond? People where they're like, okay, five years into everybody's diamond, poof, it falls, it disappears. Like, so they wave a magic wand somewhere and they're just like, uh -huh. boom. It's the, you know what it is? It's the Apple thing. You know, oh when my a new, God, it is the Apple thing. When a new, when a new phone comes out, your old phone stops working. It starts slowing down. You're like, oh, I need a new phone. Mine's going slow now. You, it was working fine before the new one came out. So they probably just, you know mined a whole bunch of diamonds and like we got to get rid of these so let's activate the pop-out feature and then a bunch of people lose their diamonds um my mom was a flight attendant forever she you know the beverage carts that they up and down the aisles uh -huh. she was um at work and slammed a beverage cart into her hand and her fingers started turning blue like where her wedding and engagement rings were so they had they have bolt cutters on the plane and they had to use bolt cutters oh to God. get it off of her finger that makes me so nervous she well it gets more nerve-wracking she puts it in a ziploc bag because that's what she had like yeah. in the air whatever yeah puts it in her apron right there was a hole in the apron oh no it fell through somewhere she oh, doesn't no. know where lost the original engagement um diamond and the ring like the engagement ring lost the whole thing so she had her wedding band that she kept on but um, yeah. Lost and you know what? They, so maybe it's genetic. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's, a, it's in our blood. Ellie is screwed because my mom and your mom and me have all lost our center stones. I mean, there's no hope for her. All right. We got to, um, so cross your fingers. We're going to keep looking. 
It's truly a needle in a haystack, but cross your fingers that that it turns up. Uh, all right, we're going to uh, officially start the show now with uh, an announcement of what our Free Stuff Friday giveaway will be tomorrow. But first, there is a lingering issue from last week's Free Stuff Friday. What's the issue? Many people want to get their hands on the charger that we spoke so highly of. It is the best charger. So we have made it easy for you to find it. Yeah, you can text the word charger to 800-434-5454. You'll get a link to it sent right to your phone. It's available on Amazon. It's, um, I think it's about 35 bucks, but it's an all in, if you have Apple devices, it charges your phone, your watch, and your AirPods. Um, you can also go to charger.callieandjeff.com, get a link to it sent right to your phone. Um, it comes in a couple different colors, and yeah, they're great. Callie and Jeff approved. Now, tomorrow, if you're listening to the show on the day of release, is Free Stuff Friday. So we give away free stuff on Fridays now. This week, we're going to give you $150 in an Amazon gift card. And the reason that we're doing that is because Prime Day is coming up. So you can get your gift card and then, you know, sky's the limit or $150 is the limit <laughs> yeah. on Prime Day. Go wild. If your sky is $150 high, the sky is the limit. Yes. All you have to do is listen to Friday's show to win. Are you going to continue the dad jokes after this week? Because I'm kind of loving this jingle. Oh, you are? I mean, it's, it's, it's a faux jingle. Did we explain that this is a jingle on a budget? Because we yeah. couldn't afford to hire the singers for it. We could only afford the music, so... That's why it's I'm, a jingle with no. Um, if you words. think we should continue the dad jokes, then I will invest, I think, in the jingle for this. I don't know. On principle, like, I just don't know. And I love this song. So, but like dad jokes, dad jokes. See, you just sing. Uh, all right. Here are uh, the dad jokes for today. Uh, well, actually, you know what? Before I tell the dad jokes, can I tell you about a big dad fail? Yeah. And then can I tell you my dad joke? Because I made one yesterday and then was like, oh, my God. All right. I just made a dad joke. I went to I think I've talked about this before. Costco has the best. If you got to put air in your tires, the best air in your tire thing. Tire gauge. Machine. Machine. Air machine. Air machine. Wow. That was on, difficult. And by the way, Costco has the best everything. So yeah. no shocker. On the planet, they have the greatest air machine. And I pulled up to the air machine to put air in my tires. And it's only, you know what? It's only one tire. I've got one tire that like about, if it's got a tiny little slow leak. So about once a month, I got to put air in it. Mm -hmm. And just a tiny bit of air. Mm -hmm. I have put, so you go to Costco, pull up to the air machine and I... There's two machines next to each other. I hook the one up to my tire. It shows what the pressure is, current pressure is on my tire on the little screen. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't seem to be filling at all. It sounds like it is, like it's clicking. Mm -hmm. It's making the noise, but it's not filling. So okay. I'm like, huh, this might be, you know, weird. So I go to the other air machine. I put that on my little valve stem thing. Same thing. Shows the pressure. It's clicking but the pressure's not going up. I'm like, huh. And a guy walks by, he was outside uh, smoking, like it's around the corner of the building and he could see me and I saw him, he worked there. 
and he walks by and he's like, no air in the valves, I think, or something like that. So what I took that. Did he have a Southern accent? Because Southern accents throw Jeff. Yeah, he was definitely Southern. So I took that to me and I think I asked him to repeat himself. And he said, uh, there's no air getting through the valve, the, the, the valves, something about the valve. So in my mind, I thought that there was something wrong with the little valve that the air goes into my tire. And he had a Costco, like he worked in yeah, the yeah, yeah. Costco tire thing. So mm-hmm. he obviously knows what he's talking about. Right. So I get down on the ground and I start messing with the little valve and I push down and it, some air comes out and I jiggle it and I'm like, huh, it seems to be working. So then I get the hose and I put it back on and it doesn't work again. I'm like crap. So I try the other one. Crap. It doesn't work again. I keep messing with it. It's probably been five minutes now. And the guy comes back out to see me on the ground with the air hose trying to get a tighter fit. And he's like, hey, man, I just turned the valve on so it should work now. (laughs) So I spent five minutes rolling around on the ground next to my tire. He's like, you're dumb. You're such an idiot trying to fix it. And what he meant was the valve inside wasn't on. So Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, I got it. I was just... Checking the treads here. Thank you. <laughs> I, uh, I said my coworker yesterday said, all right, I got to go. I, I got to go get my hair cut. It's a guy. And I said, I hope they cut all of them. Ah. <laughs> dad jokes, dad jokes. Yeah. They're starting to come in from the Upside community. So thank you to Erica, who sent this batch in. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. How do you get a country girl to like you? I don't know, Jeff. How do you? Attract her. <laughs> Why don't they play poker in the jungle? I don't know. Too many cheetahs. (laughs) That one's today's winner. You haven't even heard the last one. That one already wins. The cheetah was good. The reviews are in for the new restaurant that's on the moon. Do you even know they got a restaurant on the moon? Oh, wow. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, It only gets three stars. Great food. But no atmosphere. Okay, that one might be funnier. Uh, feel free to share your dad jokes. You or can, if you have kids with dad jokes, kids tell great dad jokes. Yeah, and you can also leave them on our voicemail, 800-434-5454. I have been working out for weeks at 2.30 in the morning. And I'm very impressed with myself. My alarm goes off at 2. I roll around in bed for a little bit, check my phone, do all that stuff. And I post every once in a while about it on Instagram. It's something I do five days a week, right? And I've gotten the same question over and over and over. And it basically is, 
what is your motivation? How do you, how, how are you motivated? Like who, you know, yeah. how do you, what's your motivation? Where, where do you find the drive to put your feet on the ground an hour earlier than you have to at, right. at 2.30 a.m.? So I um, post on my Instagram, what's my motivation? Me, in all caps. And then I meant to do another series of stories. And then I had, I was late and had to go to work, shower, all that good stuff. So I didn't. So I thought that I would take the opportunity to explain what I meant by my motivation is me. I love motivational things, right? This is no surprise. And I am inspired and motivated by so many people in life as it pertains to life. But here's the thing. Those people are not going to tap my shoulder at 2 a.m. and wake me up. Those people are not going to help me get out of bed and put my workout clothes on. Those people are not going to do the hard work for me once I've started the workout. So my motivation is me and it has to be. And I think that's the key to any sort of success in your life. If you're not your biggest cheerleader and you're not motivated by yourself, no one else can do that work for you. Like right. there's no, you know, you may get pumped up to do it, but the reality is no one's going to take those actions, put them all into place. No one's going to hold your hand. No one's going to put in the work in your workout that comes from you. You know, what's funny about that, that philosophy is we, as a generally speaking, people break so many promises that they make to themselves mm -hmm that they would never break to another person. Mm -hmm. So your your workout starts at what, 2.45 a.m.? 2.30, yeah. 2.30 a.m. is when you start working out. If you made a promise to somebody else that every day at 2.30 a.m. you would pick them up to drive them into work, you would never break that promise. No. Right? Because you gave somebody your word and they need they need your help. Yeah. They need whatever. So you do it. But if you make a promise to yourself, and we're all guilty of it, to work out, to eat better, to whatever it is, to walk the dogs more, to spend more time with your family, whatever your thing is, you'll say, all right, I'm going to start doing that tomorrow. Then you immediately break the promise that you have with yourself. Right. It, so you kind of lose faith in yourself. Yeah. And, you know, for me. Why would you believe yourself if you constantly break promises to yourself? Right. And I, you know, you kind of buy into this whole like, oh, I can't do it. Or, you know, when I told Jeff I was going to start waking up at two to work out, he's like, you're insane. And you're I did crazy. it one day. And he's like, you're not going to actually keep doing this, are you? And I'm like, actually, I am because I want change so badly. And the only person who can create change in my own life is me. And I can have all of the motivators in the world. I can have a coach. I can have a whatever. But if I still have the excuses and if I don't have the motivation to make a change, then there's no way I'm making up at waking up at 2.30. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. So, um, and I almost talked myself yesterday out of the workout and I wound up being later than I wanted to be in rush because I sat in bed and I'm like, well, you could just go back to bed. And then I gave myself a little pep talk. I'm like, Callie, you're already up. So you already interrupted that beautiful sleep that you were getting. Now you can sit around and mess around on your phone 
which you're going to spend the rest of the day doing. Right. Or you can get your butt out of bed and feel good about yourself before you even get to work today. So I got my butt up and I did it. And so you are your own motivation. It starts with you. And until you're ready to, you know, do whatever it is, reach, you know, reach that goal and go out of your comfort zone to do it. Um, it's not going to happen, but when it does take credit for it, know that it's all you and start the habit or create the habit where you are honoring the promises that you make to yourself the same way that you would honor a promise that you make completely to someone else, because that's important for your own credibility. Therapy has been one of the most incredible growth experiences in my life. Taking charge of your own mental health is a game changer that bleeds into every single part of your life. BetterHelp is an advertiser I love partnering with because they make the hard process of finding a therapist as seamless for you as possible. BetterHelp will assess your needs online and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. So what you want to do is go to betterhelp.com upside and you're going to answer a couple of questions about yourself. They are going to match you up with a therapist to help you with whatever you're trying to accomplish. And you can start communicating in under 24 hours without the waiting room, without trying to scour the internet, figuring out who you're going to like. They make it so seamless. You can schedule time with your therapist over the phone or via video in the comfort of your own home. Now, if you don't click with the therapist you match with, BetterHelp makes it easy to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Start living a happier life today. As an Upside listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com upside. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash upside. Generally speaking, to get deep down personal stories about why people are the way that they are, I think it's more difficult to pull those feelings out of men than it is women, which makes StoryWorth a perfect gift for your dad this Father's Day. It's actually a gift for the entire family because what it does is it emails dad a question prompt every single week. Dad answers that via email and hits submit and it gets compiled. At the end of the year, you're going to have about 50 stories that all get compiled into a book that can be shared with the entire family. You can order multiple copies for the entire family and you'll have stories that you didn't even know existed about dad when he was growing up and why he is the way he is. You can also do it for grandpa. My dad wrote down some stuff that blew my mind about him growing up and I will treasure that and save that forever and then pass that down to Ellie when she's old enough to appreciate it. Give your dad the most meaningful gift this Father's Day with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash upside. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash upside for $10 off. It is summer. Maybe you've got your kids at home because school is out and kids like to stay busy. One of the most convenient ways you can keep your kids engaged is with a subscription to KiwiCo. With a KiwiCo subscription, your child gets a new crate full of fun science and art projects every month and they have crates for kids of all ages, from trailblazing toddlers to experienced explorers and every stage in between. Everything is shipped right to your door and there's no commitment so you can pause or cancel at any time. 
Now, when I say I mean crates for all ages, I mean even as young as Ellie. They have crates. The one for ages zero to two is called the Panda Crate. And we ordered KiwiCo's Panda Crate for Ellie when she was just two months old. And she loved it because she thought it was neat. But I loved it too because it explained why every item in the box came or what it was and what developmental milestones it would help her with, which is invaluable as a new parent. With KiwiCo, there's something for every kid every month. Get your first month free on select crates at kiwico.com slash upside. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash upside. Today's quote of the day, giving thanks constantly and in all circumstances liberates us from envy. I have identified a definite problem in our house with the return to normal return to a normal-ish lifestyle thing because we've been ordering groceries in our house for the past year, year plus, right? Curbside pickup is our best friend. I mean, it's so good. And we used it. We talk a lot about using it with Target, but we also use it at grocery stores. Mm -hmm. And I hope it doesn't go away because I like it. I love it. But here's the problem. Twice in the past week, you and I have gone to, there's like a Kroger down the street from our house. One, Jeff's like, hey, will you pick up, I don't know, whatever I was supposed to pick up. Sure, I will. I, I was supposed to pick up two things. I walked out with ice cream bars and a new flavor of chips and all this stuff. I'm like, I'm not, why would I do this? Because it's shiny and it's pretty and they have it on a nice display at an end cap. I would never see that when I was ordering from the app and I wouldn't be tempted. You went to the grocery store a couple of days ago and came home with ice cream sandwiches. You would not have bought those had they not been shiny and pretty and in person. So I feel not like- ju- Not just one box of ice cream sandwiches, but- Three different flavors. Well, of we ice need cream. to test, test, taste test all the flavors. Which never. So you're right. Our household was healthier when we were only ordering. Yeah, because we're sticking to the list. Curbside pickup. We're sticking to the list. So I feel like we need to go back to that. I don't feel like I have the self control to resist the shiny objects at grocery stores. I want to go back to it. There was a novelty to going back to the store. You Jeff loves a grocery store. I do love a grocery store. But there was a there's a now there was a novelty that came with doing curbside pickup for almost a year, right? For the yeah. most for the most part. We still went to the grocery store occasionally, but but we would do our weekly grocery shopping by pickup. Mm-hmm. And going back into the store and feeling safe and feeling comfortable to go back into the store for the past couple months was neat. Like it was like, Oh, cool. We're back in the grocery store. But I had one of those shopping experiences where I had a list that was like all over the place. Mm -hmm. And I ended up spending way too, I ended up spending 45 minutes in a grocery store for a trip that in my mind was 10 minutes or less. Yeah. And I was so annoyed. I'm like, I just want to go back to shopping online. Yeah. So when we do our meal planning or whatever this weekend for next week, I'm going to order it all on the app on and the, then pick it up. On the app and then go pick it up because I just I like it. I like it more and I hope it doesn't go away. 
Like, I hope it's. A- I don't think it's going anywhere. I think like the online stuff and the pickup stuff. Mark my words that some someday we'll be saying, well, back in my day, I used to go to the grocery store. Right. I think there's a chance that Ellie's going to grow up and say, so when you needed groceries, you would just go in and they would let anybody go in and walk around the avocados and touch them all. And we'd be like, yeah, yeah. it was nasty. Yeah. It's gross. Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Speaking of gross, here is something you need to know. Actually, pause that thought. A quick reminder that Father's Day is this weekend and Brown and Company Jewelers has a great selection of gifts for dad or the father figure in your life because uh, and um, just because they are a fancy jewelry store with locations in Buckhead and Roswell doesn't mean that they only sell crazy expensive things. You can go get your dad a nice watch for a couple or hundred bucks. Or, or bracelet or, yeah. yeah. So, um, and you if, can have it engraved too because they have in-house engraving. So if you want to do something um, nice and special for dad this year, and I read a thing that for whatever reason, Father's Day spending is going to be way up this year. Like people are spending more on their dads. Okay. Um, I think the average um gift price was like $148 or something. Oh, wow. This year for dad. So anyways, Brown and Company Jewelers has great Father's Day selection. Okay. Here are my three random things. Number one, we were talking about gross a few minutes ago and and people manhandling avocados. Um, here's something else that's gross. Uh, your underwear, even though you just washed it, still has as many as 10,000 living bacteria on it. That's disgusting. And a tenth of a gram of poo. So... Good Housekeeping, the Good Housekeeping Institute says that you should throw away any items that you've been wearing for a year or more. Mm. Who is way ahead of that? Jeff Dollar. Thank you. Uh, Second random thing, the best time of day to mow your lawn is not Saturday morning at 8 a.m. to wake up everybody. Instead, it's between 5 and 7 in the evening. When you mow your lawn in the evening, the grass can recover before the heat of the next day. Hmm. And my third random thing is the average alarm clock time is 6 a.m. And the average wake-up time is 6.23 a.m. So you're not alone and you're snoozing. People mm-hmm. are people are snoozing for a little bit. And the average bedtime is 10.57 p.m. So if you get up at 6.30 and go to bed at 11, consider yourself very average. Those are my three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Please visit callieandjeff.com to find lots more upside content and subscribe to Callie and Jeff's weekly email, The Pick Me Up. I want to say something out loud. Good, because this is a podcast. And if you just said it in your head, we would have an awkward minute of silence here. Life is good. Yeah, it is. Life is good. And I want to say that because I feel like when things are bad, they're, you know, it's easy to acknowledge when things, it's easy to forget when things are good or just be like, oh, like get so caught up in the hustle bustle that you don't stop to say, you know what? Things are really good right now. So I'm just going to say that and I want to say it out loud. Things are really good right now. Good. 
I'm glad you said that out loud. Yeah, I, I just, you know, acknowledge it. I, I got a bracelet recently that said good days. And I just thought it was cool. I'm like, you know what? I need to start being grateful for the good days and just be like, you know what? This is really good. Things are really good right now. It's an extension of gratitude, but if you can think about how much you would complain if you got a flat tire on your way to work this morning, mm -hmm. or if you misplaced, you know, if you washed money in the laundry and it got shredded and you lost 20 bucks or whatever it is, you think about how much those negative thoughts would be in your head if you can wait for good things to happen and put those in your head just as much it'd be cool because usually like you said when something good happens you're just like oh neat and then you move on mm -hmm. but but simmer in it simmer in the good hey y'all i am loving the text option to get a link to all of the different articles and different things that you guys have been um, talking about lately. It's been totally awesome because I'm always listening on my commute and I'm always trying to remember and have to go back and listen and figure out the stuff that you guys have been talking about and having that link um, come straight to my text stream is awesome. I'm loving it. Hope y'all have a great day and hug Ellie. Get the best, highest quality meat shipped right to your door this summer. That way, when you're ready to fire up the grill, you don't have to make a last-minute trip to the grocery store. You are covered. Right now, my freezer is filled. I've got red meat. I've got some fish in there. I've got some chicken. I've got some chicken breasts. I've got some chicken thighs. I am ready to go for summer. Are you Make life a little more convenient with ButcherBox and get high-quality meat free of antibiotics and added hormones delivered right to your door. With ButcherBox, you're going to get the highest-quality meat for about $6 a meal, and the shipping is free nationwide unless you're living in Alaska or Hawaii. We are proud to have ButcherBox be a sponsor of today's show. They believe that everyone deserves high-quality, humanely sourced meat, and new members will get free bacon for life when they sign up. This is backed by popular demand. Right now, new members, you heard me right, can get bacon for life when they sign up at butcherbox.com upside. That's a package of free bacon in every box for the life of your subscription when you go to butcherbox.com upside. Hey, Callie and Jeff, I was listening to the show from yesterday, I think, and you're talking about Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez and what other celebrity couple kind of started the celebrity couple nickname, and it was Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, or Brangelina. They were the other couple that kind of started that whole thing. So, just thought I'd share. Okay, bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Liz. I'm Marietta. Um, listening to this morning's show, and you're talking being a pessimist versus an optimist and managing expectations. And I'm going to start doing that as the world reopens again. You just talked about that with the dogs driving. I'm in Metro Atlanta, and so I drive on 400 every day, and I have been the whole time during the pandemic because I work in healthcare. And I'm going to start managing my expectations of what traffic and people's driving skills are going to be because as the world is reopening. Everybody has forgotten how to drive, and for the love of God, people, just take a breath and drive. It's okay. We're all going to get through it. We're going to get to wherever we're going. It's all good. Bye. 
Hello, this is Jessica. I was listening to today's episode, and first of all, I had a win today. I ran a whole mile without stopping, which is a big deal for me. And secondly, I want to talk about, like, having a negative mindset about something before you even do it. I'm a teacher, and oftentimes at the end of the year, teachers will tell the next upcoming teachers all about the kids that they're going to have next year. And typically, it's always negative. So it's like, oh, my gosh, I hope you don't get Sammy. Sammy never does any of his work. Or I hope you don't get, you know, Alicia. Alicia's mom is so mean. Or they'll just, like, lump everyone together and say, this upcoming class is rough, man. Good luck with them. And then it, like, tarnishes that teacher's mindset of these students before they've even met them or had a chance to kind of get to know them. And oftentimes the kids that another teacher will not like, they're your favorite students. So I've tried really hard as a teacher not to say anything negative about a student to their next teacher. So that's my two cents on that. Hope you all have a great day. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. This is Eileen. Uh, just listening to today's show. I know Jeff is usually the funny guy, but you cracked me up today when Jeff uh, was talking about Tilly and the, 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 the dog story about how the dog was in an accident and then got ended up on a sheep farm. Oh, my gosh. And then you said you described the dog getting out of the car like, shoo, okay, I'm, I'm okay, I survived that. And then you went, sheep. Oh, my gosh, that was so funny. Callie for the win. And then, of course, Dad ending the uh, – or Jeff, sorry, at ending the episode with his dad jokes. And I normally don't like that kind of stuff, but he has been having me crack up over these jokes. They're just so cheesy. They're funny. Anyway, y'all have a great day. Bye. It is our failure to become our perceived ideal that ultimately defines us and makes us unique. It's not easy, but if you accept your misfortune and handle it right, your perceived failure can become a catalyst for profound reinvention.